Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. I'm really going to only deal with the top of this verse, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But seek first the kingdom of God is on his righteousness. It's on the screen for us. Matter of fact, let me back it up to the verse prior to verse 32 says for after all these things that uh, for after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. And then verse 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been in a series these past couple weeks entitled Age of Worry, Age of Worry. And so the premise of the series is that we live in a time where people are living anxious uh, and worried filled lives like never before. Uh, this life is full of different cares and stresses and worries, but how do we deal with it during this lifetime? And so last week uh, we talked about, uh, we, uh, we put a question out there entitled, Worried About Tomorrow. Worried About Tomorrow, we talked about that last week. If you didn't, were not here for it, or if you were, go back and watch it. There's three things just for review that we talked about. The first one was trust God with the details of your future. The second one was trust God's intent. Uh, for your life uh, regarding your future and trust God's care um, for your uh, trust God's care was the third one tonight uh, for a brief moment I just want to talk to you tonight from the subject entitled misplaced priorities misplaced priorities misplaced priorities one of the reasons why, ladies and gentlemen, anxiety and worry oftentimes uh, uh, we can go through moments of worry and anxiety is because um, we often uh, we can often deal with um, misplaced priorities. And what I mean by that is this is that the word misplaced means to put in a wrong or an or inappropriate place. When we start putting things or prioritizing people, places, or things, ladies and gentlemen, above God and his agenda for our lives, we will often, more, more than likely all of the time, get to a place of feeling anxious and worried. The reason why is because when we put matters into our own hands, instead of trusting, uh, entrusting them or entrusting, like I said last week, the details of the future or the details of your life in God's hands, we begin to get anxious. And a lot of times of what I've seen uh, from us is, is, and including myself, is when I start trying to do things that my hands should have never touched, I'm getting myself uh, overworking myself. A lot of us, ladies and gentlemen, to be honest, are overworking ourselves, 
doing things that we should not be doing but are doing because we're trying to get somewhere fast or we're trying to make as much money as possible we're trying to we're trying to uh, uh, not have one of our fears of being broke come true because sometimes that's a worry or like I don't never want to be broke listen I don't want to be broke but the, the problem is, is that we bring ourselves and overwork ourselves and we're trying to be. And here's what I all here's what I've also seen when we have misplaced uh, priorities. Oftentimes, people who have misplaced priorities are people pleasers. That we try to please everybody and every little thing because we don't want nobody to feel bad about anything. We're trying to please them at all costs. And within pleasing others, ladies and gentlemen, we become, we, 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 when with pleasing others, we, we find ourselves never doing what God has intended for us to do. And so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, with putting uh, certain things at, uh, over God's will and over God's agenda, and we're putting other people in that position and putting other things in that position and searching and going after things, oh God, uh, go, don't going after things that uh, our culture says, that's what you should be hustling for, that's what you should be doing, this is what you should be doing. And so we're so focused on, on chasing what we call the bag. So we're chasing the bag. We're chasing the. Uh, we're chasing the fame. We're chasing these things, and all of that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is ending up with people living full of worry, full of anxiety. Why? Because we have our hearts in the wrong place. Hey guys, my name is Elder Boomy, and what I need you to do, like right now, is stop whatever you're doing and head on over to our YouTube channel, Transformation Christian Fellowship TV. Hit that subscribe button and also sign up for our notifications so you'll also see whenever we drop a new video. But feel free to go through our videos and see our sermons, our Bible study, and the check-in and other inspirational content. Again, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And don't forget, transformation starts here. Thank you. Thank you, teaching pastor. Wherever a man's heart is, so is his treasure. And so wherever, the, so wherever your heart is, ladies and gentlemen, that's where a man's treasure is. That's what you treasure the most. And so oftentimes we treasure things, ladies and gentlemen, that are oftentimes that are fading, that are fleeting, that what Solomon teaches in Ecclesiastes are all vanity. That are vanity. Originally, ladies and gentlemen, your life is as a vapor. You're here one minute and you're gone the next. But the truth is, is how do we deal in an age of worry before we're gone out of here? How do we overcome the bouts of worry is when we're putting things in its proper place. We have to put things in its proper place. We have to put people in their proper place. You have to put yourself in its proper place. Oh, my goodness. You have to put yourself in your proper place. If you are a kingdom citizen, if you are a child of, a, of, the, of God, let me tell you something. Your position as, is one as of a child. What do I mean by that? What I mean is, ladies and gentlemen, is that if you are a child, then you are expecting the oversight over you, which is your dad or your mom, to take care of you. 
And God promised us as, 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 as him being a father to us that he would take care of us. And so we have to understand and prioritize the fact and put ourselves in the right position to say, hey, I am a child. There are certain things that I have to depend on my father, my heavenly father to open up and to do for me. And what I've seen is, again, we put, in a, we put things in its wrong place or inappropriate, and you have so much clutter. Your mind is cluttered. Our minds are cluttered because we're doing this, we're doing that. We have all this stuff going on and on and on and on. And the truth of the matter is we're so cluttered, and we're trying to keep up with everything, but we're running ourselves in a hole. And then when you go to the doctors, what are you doing? There's either one or two things happening when you're really when you're running so rapidly. There's two things. Either you're eating a lot or you're not eating at all. <laughs> and so what happens is, ladies and gentlemen, is that we're running ragged. Let me let me let me help you understand something again. Who is the crowd that Jesus is teaching to on the Sermon of the Mount? He's teaching again to those. Now, there were some who may have been in the crowd who may have been wealthy. But then there were the majority of the crowd were people like you and I. There were people, ladies and gentlemen, who were kind of like, I'm not saying we're peasants or nothing. I'm just saying they, they weren't, they didn't, they didn't have everything. They were just trying to figure out what tomorrow holds. And so we talked about don't worry about tomorrow. Jesus tells them, don't do that. You're going to be like the Gentiles. They, they seek for those things. He said, don't worry about that. But what he's telling him is, I have to get your mind off of the things that, off of the things of, uh, in the mindset of how the world operates. And I want to get your mindset on how the kingdom operates. I have to change your mindset because when you are reborn and when you're regenerated in Christ, there's a way that you go about doing things in Christ that you, oh my God, that you did not do before you met Christ. There's a way that I go about living. There's a mentality that I must adapt. There's a way of uh, how I go about my everyday business. Whereas I don't worry as someone who is not covered. Hallelujah. I don't worry as I'm someone who is not covered, ladies and gentlemen. And, and here's the reality is in Jesus is telling them like, y'all, listen and listen to me good. If I took care of the birds of the air, if I cover the grass of the fields, if I do all of that stuff, you should not be worried about them. Nature is not worrying about what they're going to get. Because I support them. So if they're not worried about it and they're still getting covered, then you shouldn't worry about it. And here's what you have to do. You have to take your attention off of what you see because the scripture says that the just shall live by faith. So you have to take it off of what you see. And that's why you have to seek first the kingdom of God. This is saying that you have to, when it says seek first, this is talking about first of importance. That the very first thing that you should prioritize is seeking God and, his, and seeking the kingdom. 
Seeking the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of darkness, not the kingdom of this world, not seeking what your next get rich scheme is. No, seeking first the kingdom of God. We got to seek his kingdom. We have to seek what God desires, how the kingdom operates, what is in, 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 in details. Well, I want to be a good parent. I want to be all, all of that stuff is encompassed with, be, with seeking first the kingdom of God. God is not telling you to seek him and, and telling you to be a bad parent or telling you to be a bad husband or wife. A part of being a kingdom citizen is loving your wife as Christ had loved the church. That's a part of seeking first the kingdom of God. Providing for your family. The Bible says there's a man don't work, he don't eat. That's a part of seeking first the kingdom of God. I'm trying to make it as practical, ladies and gentlemen. We try to super spiritualize everything, and that's not what Jesus is saying. All you need to do is have me as first of importance. Here's what we need to do. We have to prioritize things around God. We have to prioritize our family around God. We have to prioritize our career around God. We ought to prioritize everything that we do around him. That's what Jesus is saying. The reason how you overcome worry is prioritizing everything around the father. You want to overcome anxiety? You want to overcome the bouts of worry? Start getting your priorities in line. What I begin to realize, ladies and gentlemen, is when you don't start seeking the Father, not only do you have misplaced priority, but you have misplaced faith. Oftentimes when our priorities are misplaced, our faith is misplaced. Because we start trusting other things and other people to do things that, that God wants you to expect him to do. And that's what people of the world do. The Gentiles seek that. The Gentiles seek validation. The Gentiles, the Gentiles are the ones that are seeking how to, uh, how to uh, uh, cut the cards and how to, how to get away with things and how to do that and how to, that's what they do. You don't do that. Not as a believer. So we have to prioritize things around God that is seeking first the kingdom of God. Because when you don't make him a priority, you can't do what's right. How do I know this? He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Hallelujah. When I jeopardize that, I jeopardize what's, what doing right is. That's what righteousness is. And then when I've sacrificed doing what's right, then I'm sacrificing my peace. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I'm feeling anxious filled. That's why I have to understand. Listen, I got to seek him and I also got to seek his righteousness. How he goes about doing things the right way. <laughs> See, people don't want to do that. You don't want to go and do things the right way because sometimes doing the right thing feels long than doing the wrong thing. Some of us don't like the timing of it. I know I'm talking now. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, the Lord is saying, I, how are you going to overcome this? Is you got to put the pro focus on me. 
Let's show you this. Colossians chapter 3. This has been my wife's. Um, she can probably quote this now. This is her uh, memory verse that she's been doing all this week. Nagging me and say, babe, read this card. Let me see if I remember. I should call you on stage so you can do it. All right. If then you are, if you, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So here's how a kingdom citizen thinks. He thinks above, not at surface or not below. <laughs> One thing is, when we are setting our, our mindsets on the realities of heaven, we are also, we should always think in the mind, to, in the mentality of the kingdom. It's never on surface level. That's what requires faith. It requires faith to think on a, on a higher level. Because when you look at what it is right now, you'll be like, oh, I don't know how this is going to happen. This pandemic is here. When is this going to let up? I don't think I'm ever going to get, I don't think ever, nothing's ever going to come through. But you can't think like that. You, you, you have to seek first. You have to seek where God is. He's on the right hand of the, Jesus is on the right hand of the Father. Where he is. Set your mind on things above. On heaven's realities. On the promises of God. Set your mind to them. You meditate in them. How are you going to overcome? Meditate in God's promises. Meditate in them. Oh my God, God told Joshua, he said, the book of the, this, uh, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Hallelujah. You just got to meditate on it. You have to meditate on the realities of heaven and you got to talk to yourself about the realities of heaven when worry and anxiety comes up in your life. When you feel yourself pulling yourself going down to that place of seeing all of the negative and seeing all that could go wrong, you have to then stand up and not only just quote the word, but believe it. Are you hearing what I'm saying to us tonight? You've got to believe it for yourself. That's what Jesus is telling them. Hey, you want to, you want, you, you listen, don't you, don't settle for that. Seek me. Because when you don't, you start allowing, you open the door up to, up to unbelief, doubt, worry, anxiousness. And that's not going, this, you can't, you can't, you're not going to be able to move and move in the things of God when that is gripping you. You can't move in the things of God if that's, if that's holding and restraining you. That's why oh, oh, God is a jealous God. Yeah, he's a jealous God, but there's a reason why God tells you to keep your eyes on him. Because guess what? Things get dark around here. <laughs> Things look dim sometimes. That's why he says, hey, man, you got to, hey, you got to look up. Don't look down. You got to look up. You got to seek me. You got to seek me. So, what do I have for us tonight? There's two things. How do we get our, what we have to do? Number one, you got to prioritize the father. 
You got to prioritize him. Let's see this. Let's go here. Um, I did Colossians there. Let's see here. Mm, it's not coming up. We got to prioritize the father. That's one. One of the commands that, 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 uh, one of the commands that, that God gave the children of Israel and what Moses gave them as they, as he was transitioned off in Deuteronomy, one of our greatest commandments is to love the Lord God with all of our heart and our soul. And so we have to love him. We have to love him with all of our heart and all of our soul. We don't just love God for what he can do for us. We have to love him because of who he is and what he's already done for us. Another thing that I find is important is that we have to prioritize the presence of God. We have to prioritize his presence. Here's what Psalm 27 verse 4 says. It says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. One thing that I have desired, it has to be a priority. This is David's priority, is seeking the face of God. To live in a place of faith. To seek and desire his presence. You have to prioritize the presence of God, ladies and gentlemen. You have to prioritize him. Oftentimes when we find ourselves getting anxious and worried, it's because we haven't spent enough time in prayer. You're so busy with doing everything else, but you have not prioritized him. Where are you at in your prayer life? If you have a, if you have a weak prayer life, I know you're living anxious. I know you're living stressed out. Because you don't have, you haven't connected to the source. You haven't not connected to the source. Jesus said, I am the true vine. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah, you can go out there if you want to for a little time, you'll feel all right. But then that stress start kicking in. Then that worry start kicking in. Then that anxiety start kicking in because you are disconnected. As long as you are connected to the source, ladies and gentlemen, the source of life and the source of where all nutrients as the branch is connected to the vine, as the vine is connected to the, uh, 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 as, the as the branch is connected to the true vine, ladies and gentlemen, you'll have everything that you need. You'll, you and I will have everything that we need. But the reality is when you don't feel like what Jesus has is enough, you'll misplace him. And put other things before him because other stuff is glittering before your eyes. <laughs> is this making sense to us tonight? We have to prioritize his presence. We have to prioritize the father. Everything needs to revolve around him. I want you to imagine a circle and at the middle of it is God. And everything that stems out from it is the things that you have your hands to. My challenge to you tonight is whatever don't fit and what God's agenda is for your life, you need to cut it off tonight. That's it. I don't know. to my last point here is that you have to prioritize God's agenda. God's agenda is not to get you stressed out. 
God's agenda is not to get you, is not to have, uh, uh, have your family uh, and God life balance off. People think serving God means abandoning their family. People think that serving God means abandoning your responsibilities. Who would serve a God like that? God does not require us. God doesn't require that of us. Matter of fact, God wants, your, wants to use your family as a model yeah. of people in the darkness to see like what God can do in a family unit. I don't know who needs to hear that tonight, but God ain't calling you to abandon, abandon your priorities. God is not calling you and abandoning and, 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 and calling you to do something different. No, 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 no. God is calling, uh, calling you and has an agenda. And guess what? Not only for yourself, but also your family is a part of that plan. Your family's a part of that plan. Anytime the Lord blesses, he blesses, ladies and gentlemen, not just the individual, but a whole generational line. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, if your family comes under the covenant of God, your whole generations after you will be blessed. Yes, Hallelujah. When you prioritize God, when you prioritize the kingdom, when you love the Lord with all your heart, I'm telling you the blessings of the Lord will overtake you. Hallelujah. I'm going to end with this. I hear the Holy Spirit here and, and Abraham is coming to my is coming to my ear right now. Abraham is coming to my ear. He had a promise from from God that he would make him the father of many nations. He had a promise. Right. And he and 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 a moment of weakness, he had a promise. It hasn't happened yet. And it happened well, event, well over his age. And God told him that him and Sarah would have a baby. They were past childbearing years, past it. Yeah. But he told him, like, hey, I'm gonna make you a father of many nations. How am I gonna be a father of many nations? I don't got no seed. I don't got no kid. Where the kid at? I don't see him. All right. So he say, how am I going to make you a father of many nations? And, and years have gone by, no kid. Promise get reaffirmed again. Say, hey, man, you're going to have a son. I'll make you a father of many nations. Still no kid. Sarah and him get to the place of saying, you know what? I don't think this is ever going to happen. Hey, man, why don't you take one of my, uh, one of my uh, slaves here? Misplaced pride. They started. They started. They started when see they had a promise, but they couldn't wait it out, and so they caused the problem. Yeah. Because their attention came off of God, because they saw the impossibility, because they heard a word from God. The word has been taken forever, but it's keep, instead of keeping their eyes and prioritizing Him and, uh, uh, and, and, and knowing, they got caught up in the promise instead of Him. They got, they prioritized the promise instead of the promiser. Yes, sir. Again. I'm seeking to somebody. I don't know. They prioritized the promise. Whereas though they tried to generate it out of their own selves. With the fear and worry that what God said would never happen. So then Ishmael is born. Wow. 
out of the place of worry. A lot of problems, ladies and gentlemen, are caused when we misplace our priority. And Abraham, they had the child Ishmael. Problems are caused in the family, in the family structure because it's like she started taunting old Sarah. <laughs> Look, I got a kid. I don't know why Abraham fell for that trap. <laughs> Brothers, I just got one word. If your woman says something like that, you say no. <laughs> you say no. Don't, you, don't, don't do it. Let me tell you something. In the moment, like, oh, you really think so? And then after a while, hey, you told me. What's the what's issue? Hey. Let me stop. But here we go. Let me fast forward it to you. The promise finally comes. And God then comes back to Abraham and said, hey, I want you to sacrifice Isaac. I want you to sacrifice Isaac. Sacrifice him on the mount. Here's what I find the crazy and the reason why I hear the Holy Spirit telling me to tell you this. is because he gets another opportunity to see what he will prioritize. <laughs> now that I've finally given you something after years of waiting, he then causes you to sacrifice the very thing. And he's asking and he's wondering, what will you prioritize? Will you prioritize and put your trust in me? Or what will you do? Or you'd be like, God, I'm not doing that. You took me all this time. I finally got it. And you're not going to tell me to sacrifice it and pretty much tell me to kill my own son. You're not going to tell me to do that. But one thing that the reason why that their God put a generational blessing upon Abraham and all of us being the seed of Abraham, descendants of him, is because of his one decision. Because of his decision and what he prioritized and he put his faith in God, he told his servants that came up with him, he said, y'all stay right here. Me and the young lad is going to go up and we're coming back down. He said, me and the young lad are going to go up to worship and we're coming back down from this mountain. We're coming back down because his faith was on the fact of not so much that if even if he causes me to go all the way through with it, it gives the Abraham had the idea and we can. Oh, my God, we can imply he had the idea that God would resurrect him. <laughs> and because of his faith. Faith, ladies and gentlemen, because he prioritized it, God said, your seed will be blessed. I'm saying your seed will be blessed beyond the stars of the sky. That's why God found favor with Abraham. Hallelujah. And so when you overcome those thoughts of the enemy that was causing you to forfeit your promise, you got to recall to mind and say, listen, I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God. I got to recall it to mind. I have to remember to seek first the kingdom of God and what do what is right. And what's right is obedience to the father. And that's what Abraham did. He submitted himself to the father and said, if you want this to happen, I'm going to do it. But one way or another, the young lads come. You mean the young lad is coming back down. And when Abe, when God saw Abraham's faith to go through with it, 
He spared his hand and God gave his family a generational blessing. A generational blessing. Let me tell you something. When you prioritize doing things God's way, I'm telling you, if you're worried about how the future of your family going to get set up, I'm telling you, your future of your family will be secure if you give yourself in obedience with God. How, oh my goodness, let me tell you something. I don't think Abraham would be the father of faith if he didn't stay in obedience with God. I don't think that God would have elevated in him and kept that promise to him or he would have forfeited it to him and gave it to somebody else but his word wasn't coming back to him what if you're the very one that God will use in your lifetime if you prioritize him and that sets up your family for generations to come yes. You want to you want to figure you want you worrying about this you worrying about that you, you seek first the kingdom of God Here's what he says. He says, all these things shall be added unto you. That all these things that he's referring to, all of your needs will be met. There will be not one need that you will go without because you have sought first the kingdom of God. That's first of importance. That's first of importance. That's what I'm trying to tell us tonight. Don't allow the worry and anxiety to start misplacing your your priorities and getting it outside of and, and just doing stuff that don't make sense. And then you look back on it back on and be like, wow, that really that why did I do that? Why did I waste my time like that? Yeah. Why? Because you cannot you can't get so focused and you can you can misprioritize the promise of God. Like Abraham did. But I'm telling you now, I just feel this so heavy that there is a generational blessing for someone that will give their obedience to God and say, hey, I'm not allowing the worry to get me. I'm not going to let it sucker me in. I'm going to I'm going to be obedient do things God's the right way. I'm going to prioritize his presence. Everything he tells me to do, I'm everything he tells me to touch, I'm going to be the best father I can be in his, in his name. I'm going to be the best husband I can be in his name. I'm going to be the best entrepreneur I'm going to be in his name. And I'm going to give him glory while doing it. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because he got me in my today. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because the same, oh my God, Jesus said I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore and guess what what you think that he won't take care of you tomorrow if he said i'm the same god does not change somebody needs to know that tonight that god does not change he don't change because it's monday he don't change because it's tuesday he don't change because it's a pandemic he don't change if it's not a pandemic god is the same and he does not change stand your feet i'm finished He is the same, and he does not change. He does not change. He does not change. If you're not saved tonight, I want to give you Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, 
visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.